Welcome back to the Smooth Kitty Podcast. If you guys are new, my name is Abby. I live in Idaho and I am a licensed esthetician and a licensed instructor. And I currently work at a esthetician school. Super cool, you guys. I get to learn so much and I'm so excited to be able to learn alongside with you guys and teach you guys more about skincare and the skin and how to help you figure out what skin type you are. You guys, I just love Taylor Swift, you guys. I went to one of her concerts for the Eras Tour, and let me tell you, it was phenomenal. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness, you guys. It was just, I can't even stop. Thinking about that day, listening to the videos, I got some merch and I am wearing this jacket since I've been to her concert and it's just so comfortable and I'm like, I don't want to wear anything else besides this sweatshirt, so I'm just not gonna. That's exactly what I'm going to do. But you guys, I'm like, uh, she just sings so well and sometimes when I hear people say she can't sing or she just they are like negative towards her. I'm just like, she's living her best life. I want everyone to be happy, even if they are my enemy. I'm not saying that she is my enemy, but like in general, but I'm just saying like everyone deserves to be happy and she is happy and she is living her best life. She looks great. She's not like super anorexic anymore, which is really great. Um, like super positive. She just looks good. She looks healthy. She looks happy again. I'm just so happy for her. I just love it when people are happy and living their best life because why not, okay? Okay, so I wanted to talk to you guys about anatomy and physiology and why estheticians need to know this. Um, It's actually, there's good reasons as to why estheticians need to know and understand how the human body functions because body systems are interdependent on each other and if one system is not functioning optimally it affects the entire body and can be evident on the skin as a service provider for me for other estheticians we must be able to recognize skin changes from earlier visits and you as estheticians we need to change of treatment plan or refer the client to a medical provider for evaluation Estheticians must understand the effect that services will have on tissues, organs, and the body functions. Recommendations for treatment plans and protocols for a client are based on the decisions made during a skin analysis in consultation and review of the client intake form. Understanding the complexity of human body and how body systems are interla- sorry, interrelated will help you as the esthetician Take the information into consideration when advising a treatment plan, recommending skincare products, or performing a service. So, and as an aesthetic professional, an overview of human anatomy and physiology will enable us to perform the services knowledgeably, effectively, and safely on a consistent basis. So, let's define anatomy, physiology, and histology. Anatomy is the study of the structures of the human body and the substances these structures are made of. It is the sciences of the interconnected detail of organisms and of their parts. Physiology is the study of the functions and activities performed by the body structures, including physical and chemical processes. 
And then we have histology. This is also known as microscopic anatomy, the study of the structure and the composition of tissue. <clears throat> so as estheticians, we need to understand the basic structure and the function of a cell. Cells are the basic unit of all living things, from bacteria to plants to animals to human beings. Without cells, life does not exist. As a basic functional unit, the cell is responsible for carrying all life purposes. There are trillions of cells in the human body, and they vary wildly in size, shape, and purpose. We're going to go over some basic um, biology of the cell because, you know, it's so important to know just like the basic unit of living matter. The nucleus is the dense active protoplasm found in the center of the cell. It plays an important part in cell reproduction and metabolism. You can visualize the nucleus as the yolk of a raw egg. Within the nucleus of the cell is the nucleoplasm, which is the fluid that contains proteins and a very important acid known as the DNA. Mitochondria take in nutrients, break them down, and create energy for the cell. It works to keep the cell full of energy. The cell membrane is the part of the cell that closes the pro protoplasm and permits soluble substances to enter and leave. It is selectively permeable, controlling the introduction of beneficial substances into the cell and the removal of waste and other substances that do not benefit the life of the cell. The cell membrane protects the cell from its surroundings. It also communicates with other cells linking other cells together to form tissues. Protoplasm is a water gel-like fluid containing the nutrient material necessary for cell growth, reproduction, and cell repair. So let's talk about mitosis. Mitosis is done in the stratum germinativum or basal layer of the epidermis layer of the skin. Cells have the ability to reproduce, thus providing new cells for the growth and replacement of worn or injured ones. Mitosis is the normal process as a, 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 sorry, of cell reproduction in human tissues that occurs when the cell divides into two identical cells called daughter cells. As long as conditions are favorable, the cell will grow and reproduce. Favorable conditions include an adequate supply of nutrients, oxygen, and water, suitable temperatures, and the ability to eliminate waste products. Unfavorable conditions include toxins, disease, and injury, where the cell will become impaired or may be destroyed. So what is cell metabolism? Metabolism is a chemical process that takes place in living organisms. Metabolism converts nutrients to energy to the cell so that it can function. Metabolism also eliminates waste. These functions allow organisms to grow and reproduce, respond to their environments, and maintain their structure. So why is that important to know as an esthetician? Aging influences the cell's metabolism and the cell begins to function less efficiently. As an esthetician, cell metabolism is something to take into account when working with the clients. It's important to know that their active ingredients in skincare will be influenced by the efficiency and speed of the metabolism. Okay. So well, there are four types of tissue that estheticians need to know. I, again, this is a very sciencey podcast that we're going to go into is the anatomy and physiology. We have the connective epithelial muscle and nerve tissues. 
Connective tissue, it supports, protects, and binds together other tissues of the body. Examples are cartilage, ligaments, tendons, blood, and fat. Epithelial, protective lining on cavities of the body and surfaces of the organs. The examples of this is skin, mucous membranes, lining of the heart, digestive and respiratory organs and glands. And then we have muscle. It contracts and moves the various parts of the body. And then finally, nerve. This kind of tissue carries messages through the CNS, also known as the central nervous system, to control and coordinate all bodily functions. It is composed of special cells called neurons, which make up the nerves, brain, and spinal cord. So we have the functions of the major organs and systems within the aesthetics. So we have integumentary, skeletal, muscular, nervous, circulatory, endocrine, reproductive, respiratory, digestive, and excretory. Um, All of these major functions of the organs, literally, um, we need to know as estheticians just because some ingredients have very direct either pros or cons to them. As skin is the largest organ in the body, learning its functions and the work of the accessory organs is a critical component in a skincare therapist's success. So with the skeletal, it's important for protecting your own body mechanics when working, so ergonomics, as well as knowing physical landmarks when providing treatments, including makeup applications. Muscular would be important when doing massage and performing electrical treatments such as microcurrent. Also important to understand muscle movement to prevent repetitive motion fatigue when you are performing facials. Nervous. Need to know the location of the facial nerve and their actions when performing treatments. Nerves control the muscles' movements of the face. The circulatory system. Health of the circulatory system affects skin tissue health. Circulatory issues are often contraindications and precautions to treatments. (sighs) When performing body wraps, for example, understanding which direction to wrap is essential for a good outcome or an adverse event can occur. Excuse me, let me take a little drink really quick. Okay. Then we have the lymphatic system. Many treatments require action from the lymphatic system, including performing lymphatic massage from like a gua sha tool. Endocrine. Hormones excreted by the endocrine system have a significant effect on the skin and an understanding of that functioning will help when recognizing the need to refer a client for a medical evaluation, such as acne breakouts, hair growth, and skin oiliness or dryness are a few examples. Reproductive. The reproductive system and hormonal influences accompany puberty, pregnancy, perimenopause, and menopause, make a significant demand on the skin that require knowledge in order to provide a skincare treatment. There's actually a lot of products that are unsafe for pregnancy, so that's, again, why we need to know about the reproductive system. The respiratory. Adequate oxygen of the tissue allows optimum cell functioning, 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 possibility of the respiratory spread of infection, affects safety and cleanliness. Then we have digestive. Good nutrition allows optimum functioning of all the body systems and it also shows on your skin if you are like if you have a healthy diet versus an unhealthy diet. 
And then excretory functions to eliminate toxic substances that can affect our body system functions. Okay. So accessory organs to the skin. We have sensory receptors, hair, nails, oil glands, and sweat glands. As an esthetician, an understanding of the skeletal system is important when you are performing makeup application. Certain treatments may require you to treat the ocular ridge. It is essential that you know that location on the anatomy. Some states do not allow estheticians to perform treatments beyond the seventh cervical vertebrae. To understand how to protect your own body by using body mechanics when you work. We have 206 bones in an adult skeleton. That forms a rigid framework to which the softer tissues and organs of the body are encased and acts as an anchor points for muscles and ligaments to provide support for movement. Muscles are connected to bones by tendons. Bones are connected to each other by ligaments. That's just something to remember. I like to put that in there just to make sure I know because I always have just like it's, like it's just confusing. Okay, functions of the skeletal system are shape and support, protect internal structures and organs, attachments for muscles, produces body movement, produces both white and red blood cells, really cool, stores most of the body's calcium supply. Okay, let's do that, awesome. Okay, so the muscles in aesthetic massage, how is that important? An esthetician will need familiarity with muscles for a number of reasons. Aesthetic massage involves manipulating the muscle of the face, neck, shoulders, arms, and hands. Many treatments using electric modalities involve an understanding of the muscle movements in order to achieve the desired result. Your posture and positioning during treatments will require you to demonstrate good body mechanics in order to prevent muscle fatigue. There are... About 630 muscles in the body. They are responsible for about 40% of the body's weight. 30 of those 630 muscles are in your face. Isn't that crazy? 30. That's crazy to me. Oh my gosh. I think that's so cool. Um, we have the different types of muscles. The skeletal, smooth, and cardiac. Skeletal are voluntary. Muscles that contract with conscious thought. So, and then we have smooth. Um, involuntary muscles are not under conscious control. So, they're under, I would say, the autonomic nervous system, the ANS, which would be like your blood, or sorry, your heart pumping, your eyelids having to blink, breathing. That's involuntary. It's not, you're not doing it under, well, you are doing it under conscious, but it's like automatic. You kind of have to do it to survive. And then cardiac heart function, and are not under conscious control. Estheticians work with skeletal or voluntary muscles. They are the muscles attached to bones and are controlled by thought processes. Nerve impulses trigger a reaction from the muscle which contracts, moving the bone or joint it is associated with. Muscle tissue can be positively influenced during an aesthetic treatment by either massage electrical that's current like high frequency galvanic current or microcurrent light rays which are like infrared light led dry heat like heat lamps moist heat like steamers or steam or sorry warm towels okay most of you guys won't know the muscle movement so we can just go ahead and go 
Um, but they are abduction, adduction, flexion, extension, pronation, and supination. I actually learned all of those in a, what is it called? Sports medicine class. I loved that class. It was so fun. I like learned all the muscles of the body and the movements I had to, because it was like for a end of course examination. That was really fun. I enjoyed that class a lot. I took a lot of anatomy classes, so like I'm like really um, familiar with a lot of these terms. But if you guys have any questions, reach out. I'm not. I'm again. You. I'm like an open book. Okay, so why is it good to know about nerve branches as an esthetician? Understanding the sensory nerve functions of the skin and the power of touch will enhance your career as an esthetician. Literally, by massage, that literally tells the client how good you are and how likely they are to return because they enjoy that massage. An understanding of how nerves work will help you perform massage more proficiently and understand the effects of treatments on the body as a whole. Then we have the divisions of the nervous system, the CNS, PNS, and ANS. CNS, central, sorry, central nervous system, PNS, peripheral nervous system, ANS, autonomic nervous system. Um, everyone knows what the central nervous system contains, like the brain, spinal cord, spinal nerves, and cranial nerves. The PNS, the peripheral nervous system, connects the outer parts of the body to the central nervous system. It has both sensory and motor nerves. Its function is to carry impulses or messages to and from the central nervous system. And then we have the autonomic nervous system. It controls the invent, sorry, invent, uh, la, la, involuntary muscles. It regulates the action of the smooth muscles, glands, blood vessels, heart, and breathing. Then we have the different sensory, the, sorry, the different nerves. We have sensory and motor. Sensory is like carrying impulses or messages from the sense organs to the brain. So that includes like touch, like when you uh, touch a very cold ice globe, let's say that, or heat, like a stove. Oh my gosh, freaking hurts. Heat, like a sunburn, sight, hearing, taste, smell, pain, and pressure are experienced. Motor can be, uh, again, it just produces movement. Carries impulses from brain to the muscles or glands. Okay, so as an esthetician, we need to know the three cranial nerves. That is the 5, 7, and 11. The f 11? X1? I think it's 11. I believe it's... Okay. The 5 is infraorbital nerve, which affects the skin of the lower eyelid, side of the nose, upper lip, and mouth. Then number 7 is the facial nerve. It is the chief motor nerve of the face. And then 11 is the accessory nerve. It is a type of motor nerve that controls the motion of the neck, shoulder, and muscles. This nerve is affected during facials, primarily the massage. Um, we do need to know the nerves of the hand and arm, but I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but I am going to go into detail about the circulatory system and the health of the skin. And understanding this and why it's so important is because the circulatory system and the role it plays in nourishing and oxygenating the cells is important to the esthetician's ability to interpret skin reactions to treatments. Impaired circulatory function can create a shallowness of the skin. As the tissue is not being oxygenated, 
Impaired circulatory function can also delay healing times. Recognizing the fragility of Kuparu skin, which is like redness, distended capillaries from weakening of the capillary walls, and revising a treatment plan to benefit the client is a skill that comes from a knowledge of the circulatory system. Impaired circulatory conditions are often a contraindication to the services. Okay, so why is learning about interdependence of the lymphatic circulatory and immune system? Why is that important as an esthetician to know? Many treatments reform, or sorry, performed on the skin create a mild wounding, <laughs> wounding of the skin. Inflammation occurs due to the wounding. The immune system is alerted to relieve the inflammation and repair the wounding. Estheticians may perform lymphatic drainage, which improves lymphatic flow, reduces swelling, and stimulates circulation. Lymphatic drainage may create a sense of well-being and provide relaxation for the client. Body wraps must be performed with a technique that does not impede on the flow of lymph. That includes like with the facial massage, um, we want everything going down the neck because that is the flow of the lymph. If we keep the lymph there at the same place, then your face is going to more likely be like puffy, red, and seem like you have more chubbiness than you actually do. Um, but the spread of lymph also, it can make you sick because if you, if again, if you're getting a massage, usually they're like, drink a lot of water, your lymph is moved. And if you don't drink a whole lot of water, you get sick. I don't know the whole science behind that, but we'll, we'll understand that. I don't know if I'll ever understand it, but it just happens. Understanding the lymphatic and immune systems is very important when treating the skin. A client with an autoimmune disease may require special consideration when you are recommending skin care regimens. A compromised immune system is often a contraindication for treatments. Okay, and learning about the endocrine system. Why is it so important? The esthetician's treatment lab can be greatly impacted by the functioning of the client's endocrine system, which is like hormonal imbalances. That can cause hair growth, affect oil production, and increase acne breakouts, melanin production, and skin sensitivity. Uncontrolled diabetes, which is a disease influenced by the production of insulin, that affects the nerves, vision, and immune system, to name a few. A person with diabetes may have neuropathy and sensation loss in the extremities. If you were to do a paraffin wax treatment and the wax was too hot, the client with diabetes may be unable to sense the burn and alert you. So that's why it's so important to know about it. Okay, we have endocrine glands. I'm not going to go much into them. And just because, like, I don't think we need to know very much about them. Just know that they're there. We have the pineal, pituitary, thyroid, parathyroid, pancreas, adrenal, and ovaries, and testes. That is part of the endocrine glands. That is where the hormones are released. Okay. How are hormonal changes affecting the skin? We need to know this as estheticians because... The hormone changes that occur with the reproductive system affect the skin in many, many ways. Understanding that you cannot cure acne because of the hormonal changes of puberty or perimenopause will help you create skincare options that will help your clients treat the symptoms. Loss of collagen and elastin related to hormonal changes with aging, assisting your client with hair removal options due to fluctuations in hormones, 
or spending time treating your clients melasma will be rewarding because you have a solid understanding of the cycles of the reproductive system. Okay. Understanding this is actually really important to know and it's really short. So just a second. So what actually occurs during inhalation and exhalation? Healthy skin needs oxygen. You guys, I cannot stress enough. I can talk about oxygen on another podcast or like another episode, but having oxygen in your skin is so important. Okay. So, so important. A strong respiratory system will keep the skin oxygenated for maximum benefits. Skin that is poorly oxygenated will be shallow and gray. It will take longer to respond to treatments or may not respond at all. With each breathing cycle, an exchange of gases take place. During inhalation, oxygen is absorbed into blood. And then during exhalation, carbon dioxide is expelled from the lungs. Okay. Let me see. We don't need to know the five steps of digestion. Just as an esthetician, it's um, important to know that having a thorough knowledge of the processes of the digestive system helps the esthetician perform better because of what we eat affects the conditions of the skin. An unbalanced diet leaves cells without the nutrients they need to function well. For example, the thyroid gland requires a dietary intake of iodine to function properly. Our bodies do not make iodine and rely on a diet with iodine-rich foods. Okay, then we have the functions of of the digestive system. Not going to go into much of that. Um, Then we have the excretory system. Again, it is a way for your body to excrete waste. And if that's all blocked up, then your skin will show that. Okay, Um, for the excretory system, we have the kidneys, liver, the skin, the large intestine, and the lungs. And they all eliminate waste products. The kidneys excrete urine, eliminating water and waste products. The liver discharges bile, which breaks down digestive fat. The skin eliminates salts and minerals through perspiration. The large intestine eliminates decomposed and undigested food, and the lungs exhale carbon dioxide. If you guys have any more questions about anatomy and physiology as an esthetician, don't um, hesitate to ask any questions. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and go follow me on Instagram at the underscore smooth kitty to gain more education about skin, skincare, and content on waxing. If you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out. See you next time.